Hello, humans. Welcome to my podcast for inspired souls that are looking to improve and grow upon their already wonderful lives. I am your host, Sabrina Victoria. This is episode 85. It is December 20th, Thursday. The new year is around the corner and lots of us have been thinking about things we are going to be doing differently this year to improve our lives. So what a better time to talk about taking control of your life than now. Join me. She has no business giving advice because all the so-called social norms are against her. But she's here in your world to give her slightly biased, in-your-face opinion on how she thinks you could human better. Follow now to catch all her inspirational words on life, business, love, and learning to empower yourself. And now, your host, Sabrina Victoria. Hello, my beautiful humans. I certainly hope today has been a fantastic day. It is Thursday, December 20th, 5.42 p.m. And it's raining here in Florida. (laughs) It has been a fantastic day. The weather was literally perfect all day today. And I got home just in time It is pouring out, so hopefully you guys can hear me. Anyways, today I wanted to talk about uh, taking control of your life. So I thought this would be an amazing topic for us to cover because 2019 is right around the corner and usually when people are looking to make changes in their life, it is right around the beginning of the year. So what a better time to check us out then, um, or to check this out, then now, right? So anyways, everyone has heard the saying, life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it. And this is what we're talking about today is taking control of your life. There are so many people now in days that do not have control and know that they don't have control. See, life is like a series of things that happen to us. That's all it is. It's just a series of things that happen to us. And there's so many people that just take what was given to them and feel as if they don't have any say on whether or not it happens, how it happens, how long it happens for, their feelings for how it happens, and the results or the actions that happen or the reactions that happen after the scenario or the issue or whatever it is. So I want to talk about what we can do as a whole, right? Because all we do is talk about here is how to human better, how to be a better human, how to take back control of your life so you are the one with the power. And one of my favoriteest things to do is to do something once a week that scares you. Now, when I say this, I'm not saying if you're afraid of heights, go to the Sears Tower or stand off a cliff. Or if you're afraid of spiders, go, you know, lock yourself in a box of spiders. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about just little things, little things in your life that make you uncomfortable. 
an uncomfortable conversation you need to have with a coworker, an uncomfortable conversation you need to have with your boss about getting a raise, um, an uncomfortable conversation with your spouse about something that's bothering you or that's um, hitting you the wrong way or not, you know, you're not taking it in as something that's good but something that's bad. Um, putting your resume out there and actually start looking for another job, going for a job interview. Do something, something that takes you outside your comfort zone every single day. Making a phone call, calling your children, um, going out of your way to say hello to somebody. Something as small as that, saying hello to somebody at the line you know, it's Starbucks when you're waiting in line for your coffee. Maybe, um, you know, you're not the most outgoing person who communicates well. Take the time to step outside your comfort zone and have a conversation with the person behind you. Every single day, there are things that are happening in your life where you are not pushing yourself to the limit. You are not challenging yourself. I encourage you to control, take control and allow yourself to be uncomfortable. The other thing that you want to do is in order to take control of your life, and this one is huge. And especially right now, I wanted to talk about this because of the holidays. So many people feel it as an obligation to be buying gifts for every single person in their warm circle, including your sister's brand new boyfriend that he's only been dating for two weeks, including grandma's dog, including, there's so so much useless things that are being bought around the holidays that are making it impossible for you to save. And when you are not able to save, that is a portion of your life that you are not taking control over. I really think that there needs to be some serious discussions within some of our homes sometimes when it comes to the spending during the Christmas season. There are so many more suicides during this time. Depression plummets during this time. And it's all because of unnecessary spending where we're spending way more money than we have in the bank. And when this is happening year after year after year after year, it makes it almost impossible to be able to start to save in a little nutshell for, you know, to invest in something, invest in stocks, invest in a home or get anywhere financially. And because of that, our financial stability as a human is out of control. So starting now before the holidays or in 2019, whichever works for you, you need to really start sitting down and looking into your finances, looking into how you are breaking down the money that you are spending, the amount that you're eating out for lunch. This is huge. I cannot tell you at my job how many times I see people around me who leave every single day 
to go get lunch. And nowadays, even McDonald's, which I don't even classify as food, even McDonald's costs the same eight to $10 for a decent meal every single day, every single day. Even if you're spending on minimum, minimum $5 times five days is $25 a week, which is $100 a month, which is $1,200 a year. Could you imagine that? So not only are you spending $1,200 a year, which at the end of five years would be over $5,000 saved, but then on top of that, we're spending hundreds, if not thousands of dollars on Christmas gifts and Christmas gifts that aren't even necessary between Christmas decorations, Christmas food, all of the cookies, all of the candy, all of the wrapping paper, all of the cards, all of the ribbons, and then all of the useless, so many useless gifts that go to the store. And I see these packages or these bonuses that you can get where you get you know, this and this, you get like six different items and the items are just ridiculous, but it's pretty and purple and pink or it's black and gray and blue. And you think, oh, this would be a great gift for grandpa. This would be a great gift for my sister's daughter's uncle's dog or whatever it is. And before you know it, $5 here and $10 here and $12.99 there and $15.99 there, at the end of the year ends up being $600 or at the end of the holiday winds up being $600 plus the $1,200 in food. That's $2,000 a year just with those two things, just with those two things where we're losing control. We're losing control of our finances and our finances are such a huge part of us as a human and how to live in a decent, satisfied, comfortable atmosphere. So, you know, you have to kind of sit back every once in a while and say, are I, am I buying these gifts for the person? Am I buying these gifts for me? Can I afford these gifts? And have an honest conversation with yourself, with your spouse, with your children, with your family, and speak to them openly and honestly about where you are financially and where you want to be financially. And how buying a pair of socks or a couple of bracelets or some cheap perfume in order to like spread your money across a plethora of people isn't getting you to where you want to be financially. And this goes along with the very first thing I said with do something that gets you outside your comfort zone every single day. See, these are conversations, uncomfortable conversations that you could be and should be having with your family which will eventually give you control of your life. The other thing I want to talk about is stimulants and depressants, drugs, alcohol, caffeine. These things are used to relax and they're used to socialize. 
They're also used for pick-me-ups during your day or in the morning or mid-afternoon. But most people who consume them consume way too much. See, cutting your consumption of alcohol and caffeine will have so many benefits. Now, not even benefits physically, right? That's a given. Cutting back half on your alcohol and your caffeine will lighten the physical or, or the uh, your, your body's take on life tremendously. But not only that, but you are also, again, cutting into your finances. So the amount of alcohol and the amount of caffeine that you're taking in every single day, is it something that is necessary? The other thing is spending too much time on social media. Is social media driving your life? Is it taking up too much time? Is it getting in the way of actual relationships? Is it getting in the, in the way of your job? Is it getting in the way of allowing you the ability to be able to go off and start uh, working on a side hustle or a passion or creating some sort of hobby for yourself because you're too busy engrossed in social media. And I was talking about this a few days ago. It might be a good idea <coughs> to take some of those icons off your phone. So I'm not saying close down your Facebook account, but I'm saying it might be a good idea to take the icon off your phone. This way you have to actually physically log in through the internet and put in your password in order for you to log on to Facebook, which makes it so much harder to log on, which means you're not going to be just pressing that icon 16 times a day and then Instagram six times a day and then Twitter six times a day and then Snapchat 16 times a day. It just lessens it. So you need to be cognizant of exactly where your faults are, where you're losing control of your time and really giving yourself the opportunity to outsmart yourself, if that makes any sense. The next thing I want to talk to, which is something that I'm very passionate about, is starting a side business. So if you're in a financial rut, if you are in a... Um, uh, maybe shy or don't have a lot of communication skills, starting a business might be the best way to get you out of your comfort zone. Even if it's something small. I was having this conversation with a girlfriend of mine not too long ago about starting um, like a meetup almost, whether it was running, whether it was uh, book reading, whether it was uh, tea parties, Starting some sort of a side business, a side hustle, a passion where you feel as if not only are you giving back to the community, but you're adding, you're adding to the world, you're adding to the human population, you're making the world a better place by doing something productive with your life. You need to be aware of the fact that you were placed on this earth for a reason. You were placed on this earth to do good things and do big things with your life. So I really do um, recommend 
for you to find something, find a business, find a passion or a hobby that you're really excited about that can either help you with your finances, help you with your communication, maybe enclose your social circle so you're not out trying to grasp at strings on social media, but you're actually able to create actual, meaningful, real relationships. The other thing is staying organized, having an organized workspace. And that's one of the things that I actually really struggle with because the first place that I put all of my junk when I come in from work is right on my desk. And my desk should be a place that's clean so that I feel comfortable and organized when I'm working and I'm able to organize my thoughts and stay focused on the the thing at task. Sometimes I have so much stuff all over my desk that it's hard for me to even concentrate. So then I have to be like, I have to clean my desk first before I can even start anything because it's just full of so much, so many things. I'm really, really good at keeping my room clean. I try to keep my room clean at least once or twice a week. I go through and I clean everything. I put all my clothes that are hanging all over the place away. I clean up my bathroom. I clean up my floors. I change my sheets. And I make sure that that part of my house is very calm and very tranquil. It's very, very important to keep certain parts, if not the whole house, organized and clean. That way there's certain spaces in your home where you feel as if you have control. You feel as if it is a calm space to be in. If there's chaos all over your life, if your car's a mess and your house is a mess and your garage is a mess and your bathroom's a mess and your room and your desk, it's gonna be really hard for you to feel powerful in your spaces because you're going, you're just all over the place and there's this weight that's sitting on you constantly making you feel as if, um, there's, there's so many other things that need to be, um, that need to be done. So I really encourage you to keep things clean. The other thing is to, um, make sure that you are, um, prepared, right? Make sure that you're staying prepared for things. Now, when I say this, I'm talking about making sure that you're prepared for things that could possibly happen. This goes back number one to the finances, and this goes back to your networking, right? If you lose a job to find a job, if you lose a job to be able to have the finances to, um, withhold you, you always want to make sure that you feel stable, that you feel stable kind of behind the scenes. And this takes actual planning and focusing and goal setting on saving money and budgeting money just in case something happens. Because then again, if you're stuck in an area where you're counting 100% on your income or you're just screwed if something happens, if you hurt yourself or if you get let go or laid off or fired and then all of a sudden the it's everything you have, everything you own is, um, is possibly going to be taken from you or need to be sold. That's a horrible gut feeling down here that can follow you around. So you want to make sure that you have stuff. You have people aside and you have financial ability aside to be able to help you 
and guide you if and when something were to ever happen. And that goes along with building a network. One of the ways to make sure that you're keeping control or controlling your life is to have a network of people that are on your side, kind of like a cheerleader, to make sure that if something were to happen to you financially, physically, that there is somebody there that can help and assist you. The other thing you want to do is cut things out of your life, whether that be people or things, right? Too much clutter in your home. One of the things that I'm really good at is not collecting a lot of things. I always am very aware that materialistic things are not necessary. So I'm very willing to make sure that things come and go and come and go and come and go. You want to make sure that you're not putting too much emphasis on materialistic things minimize, minimize the amount of jewelry you have, ladies, minimize the amount of shoes you have, minimize the amount of makeup you have, minimize the amount of clothing you have. By constantly selling, when you buy, sell, when you buy, sell, when you buy, sell. This way, again, it goes along with the whole organization thing. It goes along with making sure there's not so much clutter in your home. You want to make sure that there's certain parts of your home, if not the whole home, that are that feel good and clean and crisp so that you can think well and focus well. The other thing is saying no. And this is something that I've covered a few times in my recent podcast is I am naturally a people pleaser for a very, very long time. And I'm slowly trying to get out of that. And um, a lot of this, you know, saying yes constantly takes up so much time. And when this happens, you are then again, not in control of your life because you're giving of your time to so many other things and so many other people. So you want to make sure that you're saying no consistently if it doesn't sit with you well, if you physically do not have enough time. You have to understand that anything you add to your life is potentially displacing other things you could be spending your time and your energy on. So when you say yes to something, you are in turn saying no to something else. Do you understand that? Make sure that sinks in. When you are saying yes to something, you are saying no to everything else that you could be doing. So is that yes important? Is it helping you financially? Is it helping you on a communication level? Is it helping you network? Is it helping you human better? And that is what we are all striving towards. The things that you are saying yes to, are they helping you human better? Sit on that, digest that, and be true to yourself on whether or not that is something that you are doing. The other thing you want to do, which I have also recently started to take into consideration, is everything is a choice. See, people don't realize this. There is a choice with every single thing that happens in your life. This podcast today was a choice. I could have done it or not done it. There was a choice. I could have done it tomorrow 
Or I could have done it yesterday. So yesterday I had a choice. Was I going to do a podcast or not do a podcast? I didn't do a podcast. So instead of being on number 86 today, closer to my goal of 100, now I'm only on podcast 85 because I did not do a podcast yesterday. So when I said no yesterday to my podcast, I now pushed my entire timeline backwards. Do you understand that? See how detrimental that is? What if I would have said no today? That would have pushed it back even more. So every single day when you make a choice, a yes choice or a no choice, when you say yes to something or no to something, you are then changing the entire effect of your entire life going forward forever. Like the butterfly effect for any of you that have seen that movie. The last thing that I want to talk about is taking action. And this is the biggest one. If there's anything you pull out of this podcast than anything else, it is taking action. If you want to take control of your life, you need to start taking action towards what you want. And the problem here lies that a lot of people do not know what they want. And that is the kicker, my friends. You have to know what you really want out of life. And again, this is having a serious conversation, a serious sit down with yourself to figure out if this is something that is necessary for you to do. So taking control of your life is something that I want every single one of you doing in 2019. Be a powerful force in your world for good and for the things that you are passionate about and push them forward and bring joy and happiness to your world. And all of this is done by insisting on being a better human. So listen, guys, it is Thursday. It is 6 o'clock p.m. It is December 20th. This month, until the end of the year, I am doing a free coaching call. For any of you that are interested, reach out to me on any of my social media and let me know if that is something that you would be interested in. Thanks so much for joining me here at my podcast, Human Better. Be sure to follow me here on SoundCloud, and I can also be found on sabrinavictoria.com. Always healthy, passion-filled content here. I'm here to support you in your dreams. Reach out to me anytime. I am always willing to hear and guide you to your passion. Much love. Thanks for listening. For more awesome spoonfuls of things only Sabrina can get away with saying, visit sabrinavictoria.com. And this is a reminder to follow Sabrina Victoria on Facebook for posts straight to your wall as soon as they happen.